0: You are listening to a Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, presented by W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, Tech One Designs, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Trans Canada Sports, Rhino Power, Sports Supplements, Westside Honda, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Motocross and Supercross news from around the globe. We're not experts, but we've got a microphone. Check us out on the web at www.bigmxradio.com. And now, here's your host, Brad Gebhardt. Welcome to the Big MX Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, presented by W Wheels, X Brand Goggles, Tech One Designs, Transcan Amor Sports, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Westside Honda, Roy Borden Suspension Systems, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. I am your host, as usual, Brad Gebhardt. And with me on the line, number 200 in your program. He's going to be running number 9 this year for the Millennium Cycles Yamaha. In arena cross, none other than Mike McDade, preparing yourself to step away from serious racing. Uh, obviously, you're you're a smart guy. You're looking forward towards the future, and uh, something like this gets plopped onto your 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 plate, and uh, you're 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 more than ready to uh, take it on. Um, tell us a little bit about the switch to the Yamaha. Uh, you're you're a kind of guy that uh, doesn't shy away from riding a couple of different. Uh, uh, manufacturers, I count five on your Instagram, so uh, not shy whatsoever. Tell us a little bit about switching to that Yamaha.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I rode cowies in a rain across, and then like I said, I didn't ride all summer. Yeah. Um, Thermotech, the, the boy at Thermotech let me use his cowie to do Loretta's, and uh, my kid actually was diagnosed with leukemia in, in June, and that's right. Um, when he was diagnosed, I didn't actually have a bike at all. I was just riding that cowie, I was planning on only riding that at Loretta's and then, uh, you know, trying to figure something out. But my local shop that I rode for since I've been on 125s or eighties, actually, uh, gave me, I was in the hospital with Keegan and, you know, I've always asked them for bikes and they never could do it. You know, always had one out and, uh, you know, I kind of gave up on asking and, and doing all that, but he came to me with a demo bike and said, Hey man, I, really want you to, you know, ride this bike, and, you know, gave me a Yamaha. So, right before Loretta's, I got a Yamaha, and obviously, it wasn't ready, and it was a 250F, and so I still rode the Cali at Loretta's, because it was all ready, and uh, and just started riding the Yamaha from then, and and I've always liked Yamaha's. I grew up, before the serious race war days, I was on Yamaha's most of the time, and um, I've always liked them. So, I'm thinking the arena cross is going to benefit me a lot more, and, and uh, you know Junior Jackson's building the bikes and the, and the motors and uh, suspension, so I know that that's going to be good. So for sure, uh, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully it shows.
0: Definitely, uh, like, are you riding the, the 250 or the 450 uh, in the in the arena cross? I'm not never 100% sure if you guys are on the, the full size bike. Uh,
1: they did do 450 a year. I think it was three years ago. Uh, they quit doing it, or two years ago they quit doing 450s in a rain across. So there's a premier class, which that's the one I run. Um, it's all 250s, and then the lights class is also 250s, but it's for the any rider that's outside of the top 10 in the big class. So okay, yeah, you know, the rookies, the new guys coming in. That's the road or, to supercross part, I guess. Well, the road just yeah, they can run both classes. Anybody okay. can run both classes except for the people in the top ten of the big class. So it's pretty open for anybody but and a lot of people milk it out. Like they'll hang out in twelfth place in the big class and then ride the lights also to to make some more money. So um
0: double classing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, double money and well, not double. I know contingency wise they make a lot more and um but I think they're putting a stop to that. I think you can only make money contingency money in one class you know if you're if you're out killing it in both so for sure um i'm not sure how it exactly works but you know i'm all put together a good program for me for contingency and a good uh you know some bikes i got two two more bikes and so i got three bikes now i had none at the beginning of the year so that's not yeah no it's working good i'm pretty pumped (laughs)
0: They're, your bikes are just multiplying in your <laughs> uh, your garage, and uh, with the news of a newborn, you're also multiplying in the bedroom. So that's yeah, exactly it, there's there's like a lot a, a lot more uh, going on at the McDade household. Um, so you you're switching from the Kawasaki. Didn't uh, a nice hiatus from uh, um, from racing over the summer gets you hungry to uh, to race at the arena cross. Uh, you raced some. Um German Supercrosses in two thousand thirteen. Tell us a little bit about your decision to not race them uh in two thousand fourteen. Does that have a lot to do with uh um your your little one there?
1: No, not I mean it would have, but you know, like there's always a there's always a price, you know. Yeah. There's always a what's worth it, what's not and uh yeah, well, I went over so last year. That yeah. Well I mean for me it's different. For him I, either way, I think he should have went whether or not yeah me too he got hurt I I think everybody should get some racing and and if it's going to happen it's going to happen but you know I went over there last year and I enjoyed it like I I, I would think I would have did a hundred times I would have been a top five guy over there if I was on a four stroke but the team I went over for insisted on me running a two stroke and really kind of you know it just got it turned into a mess and and I ended up just not being able to ride one indoors like that and the, the dirt was play and it was sticky and and it just was shoot my bike i'd land on a step on step off and jumping on and then the bike would just shoot left like just catch you know i don't i don't even understand how that happens but hmm. uh you know i couldn't get through the whoops because they were they were so sticky and and chewed up and i just wish i would have had my bike there to, to show a little different so uh, this year I didn't go back because it was, uh, yeah, you know, the deal wasn't there, but, um, I'd rather stay home and, and get the time on with my family now that, that way when ArenaCrest starts, it's not, you know, like I've been gone for a whole year type deal.
0: For sure. Um, the, uh, one of the coolest things about going over to, uh, to Europe is that you got to uh, a, a jersey with the 200, that number that you love so much, emblazoned right into the fabric. Tell us a little bit about how cool that was to have a, a custom uniform made up just like that, as well as uh, what your attachment is to that three-digit number.
1: I I don't know what where the number came from. I, oh, actually... I quit racing for two years. I came back in two thousand, late two thousand eleven or early two thousand twelve, and uh, That's right. I picked. I don't know why I picked the number, but as soon as I picked it, I it was my favorite number I had. So, I uh, I ran it, got it for outdoors. I didn't nobody had it, and uh, I just liked it. Yeah, I don't know. It'll probably do my number forever, but uh, Rain Across doesn't allow me to run that. You got to run your number if you're a top. 20 guy so if you're top 20 you got to run whatever number you finished the year before Mm -hmm. so uh and now that tonus came over and has number 200 yeah unless unless he drops down into two digits now i'll have to wait for it but uh i don't plan on i do want to do outdoors one more year and put a full effort in um on a Yamaha for sure but uh we don't i don't have any plans right now for that i just Doing a rain across, going to that work, that job, and and uh, raising another uh, little baby girl.
0: Baby girl, that's awesome. Uh, hopefully yeah. that she'll be menacing the uh, the women's class. Yeah, I turned pro in two th- in two thousand seven, um, and uh, they yeah took a couple of years off, then basically did the entire outdoor series minus the first four rounds in two thousand and twelve on a Honda two fifty F. Obviously, a guy who uh, shines inside uh, arena cross is, is its own little beast. Um, why uh, why take the the time off of racing the outdoors? I know for. a for a a privateer it's almost impractical unless you're on a 450 with some great support
1: well my biggest thing was uh you know 2007 i started outdoors did some supercross 2008 um and then i i don't know i got hurt real bad at dallas supercross in 2008 and then kind of um got just got like sidetracked i was i had uh two roommates that were in college and just wanted to live a normal life a little bit and Mm -hmm. then i got carried away with it going to parties all the time and not racing and and then uh then i came back with pants for that that year and uh won won a championship at minio's you know bar was there and then after the deal with them i kind of moved home and just uh you know was done with it didn't want to race anymore and you know, sat back for a long time, actually worked a, a full-time job and, uh, found out I was having a kid and, and, uh, just wasn't ready to give it up. I wanted, I had some more goals I wanted to reach and, right. uh, I definitely wanted to, to get some more, uh, memorabilia and, and just cool stuff for him to see, you know, when he grows up and, uh, I don't know what happened from there, but, I know I didn't reach outdoors what I wanted to and what I know I could have. And there was a few times on the 1110 bike I could have got a top 10 at Southwick and the bike broke a couple laps ago and yeah. just stuff like that, that, you know, wasn't anybody's control, but uh, I definitely want to make a run at it. At least one, whether it be me, just pay my own way and go to one outdoor and, uh, and go for it or just hold off or, and, and wait till I'm, you know, it's time. And there's always a time where you just know it's time and that's what what it was when I came back. I just knew I wanted to put the effort in and then I kinda you know, I just I go in and out of it, you know, I, I lived a normal life so it's not all I know. And uh sometimes I'm into working and sometimes I'm into racing and you know, when it comes to not getting paid to ride, obviously I uh, I wanna work because you know, I got I got things to take care of other than just myself. So, uh, if I could juggle them both, I think keeping a job while racing stabilizes me and, and uh, makes me appreciate the weekends and and the uh, not putting so much pressure on myself. And it's it's just fun. I like it that way. So.
0: For sure, when, uh, when you got that positive attitude, uh, things seem to just roll, thing roll your way a little bit. And uh, speaking of which, obviously you've got some goals and aspirations for 2015 in the uh, arena cross. Yet to be seen if you're going to be uh, lining up. Behind a gate for outdoors, but uh, not never actually ruling that out. Uh, What are some some goals aspirations for for the arena cross series, as well as uh, a little bit of uh, how you think the atmosphere might be a little bit different, knowing that Tyler Bowers uh, won't be there not one time for uh, the whole series.
1: I mean, it's good. I always uh, in the last two years, I come out swinging. You know, the first two three weekends where I you know I'm winning motos and overalls and you know, grab the red plate for a couple of nights or a night. And nah. and then it kind of just always seems to go away where, you know, I run into the problems where, it's, okay, I did good enough the first few weekends and, and paid myself through and then, you know, have a bad weekend and then I'm behind again. So, you know, I'd start stressing out and I didn't want to be there. And then, you know, this year I'm thinking uh, I'm going to come in with Tyler not there obviously he's not always the best at the beginning he waits until it's important which is when they drop the points but you know with him gone there's still you know Gerke's coming in and uh, Blos is coming in and, and Gavin Faith and so I mean it's we're losing a Ballard but we're gaining three, three more you know whether it's I don't know how they'll be they've never done the rain across but yeah. I know Gerkey rides tight stuff good. I, I stayed at his house for for a few weeks before. Faith
0: has got some speed.
1: Yeah, Faith is really good at tight stuff, and and Blows he did good at X Games when we went to X Games, and that was tight. So uh, everybody's going to be good, and, and you know, and I think I'm going to be better this year than I was because the the suspension and the bikes and uh, the support and and just the stress free, you know. I can't say stress for yet because we haven't been there, but I know that what I stressed about before is going to be covered. So, uh, I don't want to plan on, on saying anything. Yeah. I want to say I'm going to win or say, I want to fit or say, you know, I just want to go in and, and do a full season without getting hurt. And, and everybody thinking, you know, that I'm fading or that I don't want to be there because I do, but I always get hurt and then I just ride through it. And, and, uh, Two years now, I broke my wrist both years in in middle of the season, so uh, I don't really want to, I don't know. I just want to uh, win motos and overalls and, and get the red plate, and I just want to continue what I did last year, but hold it longer, you know, whether it be, you know, <laughs> five races with the red plate and, and three wins is better than what I did last year, so. Like well really I'm making play. a
0: bold prediction right now, minimum four wins on the season. Minimum.
1: I'll go I'll go with that. I wanna uh I wanna start out slower though. I always come out crazy at the beginning and, and do real good and then everybody's just trying to get on me and, and you know break, break my spirit.
0: Quit doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, you don't 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 uh blow your load on the first go, man. You gotta, no, you gotta ease your way into it. Uh wallow in the weeds a little bit and all of a sudden boom, McDade, red plate.
1: When I get when I get to the track, man, I'm just all in. And if it's you know, if it's a good weekend and I'm all in, then I'm I'm I feel I'm dangerous. But if it's a bad weekend and I I just can't go any harder and and I just know I can't go harder, then I'm like twice as slow. So it's like if I could just keep a, a steady, you know, steady pace, just finish thirds and seconds, and make sure I'm on the podium every weekend, you know, I've seen Bowers have bad weekends and he wins the championship by tons of points. So, yeah. if I could be up there and in between second and fourth every weekend, I wouldn't even need a win. So, uh, we're just gonna. I want to win the championship. That's deep down, that's what I want, and, and uh, I'd love to do it for Yamaha and, and get them to stay with the rain across and, and build a bigger team and, you know, and keep Thermotech around and everybody around, but I can't make any predictions without, especially with how many new guys are coming in, and the tracks are supposed to be a little bit different, and uh, yeah, just never know. I'm healthy, I know that, and I got a good trainer, and and uh, we work hard so hopefully I'm ready
0: for sure that's awesome and uh, uh, I know you have been doing some training I wanted to ask you uh, what do you think was harder uh, 35 plus 2 or 20 20 minutes on Jake's ladder
1: oh man Jacob's ladder kills me I don't know why it kills Uh, everyone it's that I actually like the Jacobs ladder better than a prowler. It's like one of the football things where they push with their yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Well we have one in the gym where you push down fifty yards real high, like at the top, then you get down in this low squat and push it back and uh killer. You know, we up and down's one and we do we start out our first week of training is like six and then by the fourth week we're to twelve, you know, and man I'll tell you what, my heart when I get done with that it's So pounding so hard I'll go out my car when I'm leaving and I want to pass out so uh, that's definitely harder than the ladder but the ladder it's all mental like if I can really focus on something to take my mind off of of missing a step or missing a hand then I'm good but uh, after about two minutes I start to overthink it and it gets hard then
0: for sure that that, out of all the cardio uh machines that you could ever buy or something like a setup that you'd want to like if i was to get one particular workout equipment for my house jake's ladder all day long that thing is crazy for those who don't know go check that out and uh, while you're uh, on the internet go make sure that you follow mike mcdade at at mcdade 200 both instagram and twitter um Kid's got a great follow. He's pictured lots of pictures of motorcycles, lots of pictures of uh, things he likes to do, as well as uh, pictures of your son, and of course, I guess, your daughter, daughter soon along the way as well. Um, want to talk a little bit, and of course the, the two-stroke guys are going to kill me if I don't talk to you about that build, um, because uh, I'm not too sure what has what uh, has more likes. Mike McDade, or my, more fans, Mike McDade or Mike McDade's 250 two-stroke, or at least the, the bike that was prepared for you for that uh, two-stroke race this last summer. Uh, tell us a little bit about that uh, RM250.
1: Yeah, I, it definitely got more liking than my page. Um, <laughs> It came up, I mean it popped up a thousand times. I've seen it the picture be reposted a thousand times, and uh the only person I've seen that didn't like it was jeremy McGrath. he he commented on under X picture and, and said that thing looks like a pile of puke, but uh really, he was the only one out of everybody I've seen that said it and uh i mean, I, I figured that that was his prime time. I figured he'd like that thing, but
0: Uh, No joke. That seat cover. I like what, as soon as I saw like actually a friend of mine, he's trying to do that sort of look on a brand new, uh, four stroke. And I I had to ask you where that, where that seat cover came from.
1: Yeah. That's the guy that built the bike actually traction MX seating. He, his name's Pete. Uh, he's been hooking me up for a few years now and I met him. We're we're more friends than anything. And I met him at Bud's Creek a few years ago and, and, uh, yeah, he does some crazy stuff. He does it by hand. He does every seat cover himself, and they are uh, they're perfect. I never rip them. I haven't ripped one. And uh, huh. man, it's uh, it's he does some crazy stuff. And and he made two of them for that race, so that if one wore out, he could put a new one on and a fresh one on. So it actually didn't wear out. And and uh, I don't know how he does it. I didn't never seen how he made that one, but it's pretty yeah. pretty sweet. So that uh, is needed. that his
0: bike?
1: Yeah, that's his bike. He uh, he built it for built it for me to ride. He built it for him, but put my numbers on it and and uh, my graphics and or made it made it for me. And uh, man, the thing was so fresh when I rode it, and I know what it looked like when he got it. So he put a lot of effort and work into it, and, and uh, I'm glad he got the exposure for it. That that he did, you know.
0: For sure. Like, a uh, gorgeous machine, uh, in my opinion, possibly one of my favorite builds of 2014, uh, just on point. It looked really fresh. Uh, I have a lot of respect for a nice clean look, uh, and that, uh, that Bill's pipe on there that, uh, looked just so, just like, that was the, the, uh, the, the icing on the cake. Uh, how did the bike handle? How did it, uh, perform for you?
1: It was good. It was super fast. Um, we did have a problem with the transmission, um, and you would shift the third gear, it wanted to pop back into second or kick the fourth or just mm-hmm. mess around and, and third. And, uh, so that was what was kind of going down the second moto. Uh, why I didn't do as good as I did the first one, but, um, yeah know, it was good. I jumped on it and practice on the day before I got to do like three laps, I think, cause I showed up late and, uh, man, I jumped on it, felt right at, right at home on it and was able to whip it and scrub it and, uh, I was pumped on that, and, and the pipe, it, I started r- riding for Bill's pipes this year, and they actually hooked him up before I was riding for them, and and uh, they just built a pipe for my Yamaha that's supposed to be here any day now, so uh, they've been testing on the Yamaha, and, and I'm excited to, to ride for them, because when I get a two-stroke, they can hook it up.
0: All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a it's commercial. For a commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start off Let's with Tech 1 with Designs. Tech One, design Tech One Design is the design. one-stop One shop stop for shop. everything, everything custom. custom when it comes to motocross or lifestyle, or lifestyle, in, lifestyle general. in general. They've got apparel, They've got apparel t-shirts, t-shirts, both pit shirts and, and, and just casual, and casual, casual shirts, shirts graphics, graphics, over 24, 24, 24 semi-custom, semi-custom, designs. semi-custom designs. Obviously you can, see, can do a full, full custom, custom kit custom yourself. Itself. Two special editions and 19 different backgrounds to choose from. Tech One Designs One has Designs. been doing this for a number of years, number since year, 2010, 2010. Doing, doing unbelievable, unbelievable graphics, graphics, you name it, phone wraps, 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 helmet wraps, neck brace neck decal, decal, wraps, decal wraps, wraps, anything custom, anything they can custom, make it happen, and uh, they've been doing so for quite some time. Um, hit them up, um, on them up at, at techonedesigns.com or email or jamie, 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 jamie at techonedesigns.com to, to get, started get started today. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Alberson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR 600RR, CRF 450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check that out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll free at 1 482 7782. Boom! Westside! Cereal bees, Emmigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. So, what do you think of Rich Taylor? Lighter than hair and stronger than steel. So, what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal, whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full-blown rebuild on your forks. Or, or shock call up roy borton today at 204-633-2722 no doubt but their two-stroke pipes uh, were, were awesome i remember those those bill's pipes suzuki's uh all the time you just think about those those bikes and they're like really super fresh you're you're mentioning that you wanted to build a uh a split fire bike i think that'd be an awesome build especially because those bikes were uh were crazy fast
1: oh they were so sick and you know brandon, brandon jessman's my second cousin and i oh okay i know that he he wrote for when he wrote the soby suzuki i think he had a bill's pipe on there you go I man oh. i i've loved them since then so
0: Excited. um in- interesting factoid uh when uh hamlin came over to ride uh, for factory suzuki uh, the yeah. bike he rode the first two races that he r- raced that that year was a Bill's Pipes 250.
1: That high point was one of his first ones.
0: That's right.
1: I was there for that. I remember seeing 99. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I thought it was Pastrana, but I knew it wasn't. You know. Yeah. Both so had that tallness and and uh, yeah bike and that was that was a good year. I remember going to High Point and watching that.
0: That's 2002. Great year for, uh, the wow. Suzuki's are Uh, they're pretty sharp looking. Let's get, uh, let's get to know Mark, Mike McDade, the the person a little bit better. Um, what do you do like when, like when, when life's not full of motocross, uh, what is your life full of?
1: Uh, usually, well, right now with my kid being kind of sick, uh, we're at the hospital a lot, uh, mm-hmm. two, one to two times a week. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes we're admitted to stay a few days. So a lot of it's that right now um, as far as, you know, I'm trying to get my training in, but uh, you know, I don't really do anything. Since my kids have been born, it's more about, you know, I kind of lost a lot of friends. and uh, Just growing up, I mean, it wasn't like I we all got into it and I was like, see ya, but, uh, you know, my kid was born and we moved kind of far further away from everybody so we could kind of, focus on our lives and, and growing up and, um, you know, I, I'm getting more into the family life and back to my family and stuff. And right. I was kind of separated from everybody and did my own thing for a real long time. And, um, just, you know, just, uh, there's so many things I want to do and so many things I'd like to do, but, you know, I kind of dumped a lot of my money, not dump it, but I, I spent a lot of money racing a lot of money that, that goes into racing, and you know, I, I sacrifice a lot of other things for it. And um, just man, there's so many things I, I want to do. I mean, it just that's why I kind of want to. If rain across doesn't go so well or does, I, I would like to uh, like to take off the summer and do some things I want to do. Like, I got a jet ski. And some one of my sponsors gave me that. Uh, I've never been jet skiing. I mean, out of all things. And, um, you know, I was into snowboarding at one point, but, you know, I always try to avoid that during winter because of rain across and, and getting hurt snowboarding, you know, and, uh, just take my kid to do things that, you know, I wish I would have done other than riding when I was a kid. And, mm-hmm. um, just things like that. You know, I, I'm big into learning new things. i I've worked tons of temporary jobs just to learn new things, you know. Uh, That way, when I'm ready to build a house or do, you know, anything I want to do, I'll be able to do it myself. uh, You know, I think that took away from my racing and and a lot to do with why I didn't go so far in racing. You know, Kennard and and Stroop and those guys, you know, we battled at one point. Their last year of amateurs and my, my last year of amateurs and they went to you know Skarud went to win the supercross title the next year and Stroop you know podiumed a lot and won some outdoors and I didn't
0: do anything you know
1: I didn't get the help I needed to go any further and you know I accepted it and and just started doing it for fun and and then uh, I came back and had a good battle with Barcia at Minios and in, in uh, 2009 or 2008 I think it was and. nothing, you know, nothing came out of it again, so just kind of dropped into a across, and and I enjoy it, and it's, it's makes it possible for a private to make enough money to keep going, and, and, you know, Supercross, you gotta be winning, or, or, uh, outdoors, you gotta be in the top five to to make any money, and that's without the support, you know, and it's just, uh, that's hard to do without the support, you know, and and I don't want to say that's all of it, but It has a lot to do with it. If you look at, you know, Frederick Noren, you know, was doing so-and-so and and, and then got with Honda and and was top 10 every weekend in every moto. So, um, I believe it has a lot lot to do with it, but, um, you know, I would just like one shot, one full shot at an outdoor series, you know, on a, a proven team, you know, to be a top 10. You know, just. I'm willing to put the work in. I just can't afford it, if that makes any sense. You know, I can't afford yeah, to take the yeah, time. It's, it's... And I don't, I'm not one of those guys that would say, you know, I, I would go out to any team for 50 grand a year. I don't want, you know, I'm not looking for a million dollars or a way to retire in, in a year, but I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm cheap and, and I just love the sport and, and, Enough money to make help me live would, would be enough for me to give back you know
0: for sure I think, I think uh, you have that in common with a lot of uh, your say your your your, your the, the guys who are not aren't pros guys like myself who would yeah. honestly we would do this sport as a professional uh, for not a, for not a dime more than we're already making just yeah. uh, just be able to, to do that sport and, and, and love it and uh, and do it for all the right reasons. Um, quick question, uh, other than, uh, like just not to, not to scooch you along here, but, uh, before we get into the X Brand Goggles five questions, uh, what sports do you keep up with other than motocross? And, uh, other than the ones that your, your wife or your fiance makes you record, uh, what's on your PVR?
1: Uh, usually I'm big into, uh, I don't know if you ever watch like American Greed or, uh, you know, like, killer wives and stuff like that. Like, I like watching what makes people what makes people tick, I guess, and what makes, Mm -hmm. you know, psychological things, and and, uh, some crazy stuff. Yeah, just, I mean, it's crazy to believe that this is real stuff that that I watch, but I don't like watching fake stuff. Like, I like, I hate reality TV, and um, I'm big into, like, anything that that's real, and that there's a a story behind it and you know they start from the beginning and and show the end you know and uh a lot of racing i'm i i do not watch any other sports there's not another sport i'll even i can watch two minutes of so um sometimes i throw i'll watch x games like the skateboarding and snowboarding stuff but yeah that's only because really nothing else going on but just big into racing and and uh you know i like I used to watch like a lot of sitcoms type shows like uh Big Bang Theory and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. um yeah, it's mostly like uh American greed and stuff like that, just how people are so sketchy
0: <laughs> yeah i'm I'm willing to bet your your little guy probably rules the t v quite a bit as well,
1: yeah that's pretty much it uh it's all I've watched
0: frozen like, a few times
1: now. Caillou is a big one for him. I know he's a go. Canadian, isn't
0: he? I think he is. Caillou, that little uh, little guy, is Canadian.
1: Yep, him and uh, and Zerby Derby and Ball the Doter. That's pretty much all <laughs> of it. I mean, we spend. I mean, any downtime we have, it's uh, if he's not playing with it, he never has the dirt bike out of his hand. But you know, if there's a time he he sits down, it's for one of those shows and. And he always says it's his turn. It's my turn to watch my show. And, uh, so I watch it. We sit there and watch it. And that's my time to catch up on, on what's going on in Motorcraft. Because when that's going on, I'll get on, like, racetracks or any of the dirt bike websites and read what's yeah. going on and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: Isn't it, isn't it fun to see, uh, like, I don't know, you probably will read through the comments a little bit on, uh, what you said, Racer X, but also, uh, Vital MX, how, uh, there's a lot of fans out there that know the sport so well, if you know what I
1: mean. <laughs> you don't know how many people know more about me than, than I know about me. Uh, there's That's people true, that know. Right? Yeah, sure there's, there's so there's, uh... many people that, that know, like, how I spend my money and my finances, and, and then my <laughs> fiance doesn't even know, so it's like, that's I hate to get on Vital. There. Yeah, I don't get on Vital very much. Not Nothing against it. it. just that seems to be where a lot of it comes from. And then we have a local one here that pit racer that's Ohio. And mm. uh, I try not to get on there either because I go to a lot of local races and I spend time with a lot of kids. And, and just to hang out and watch the kids. and You know, they always come up and talk to me and there'll be like 20 kids around. And then I'll go... I did nothing but sit there with them kids all day, and and then uh, I go home, and there's something bad about it. So it's like, you know, what's the point of going there?
0: No if, kidding. Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 all that's off base for sure. Um yeah. But yeah, I, I get in there every once in a while. Just did more. I love reading the stuff. I just it it cracks me up. I feel like if if I could just get those to somehow audibly just like relay them back to me all the time just all those like the, the different opinions I'd just i just be yeah. laughing my ass off but um, it,
1: it's I wish I could laugh at it that's that's been a big problem with me is is I get on there and I just I don't want to defend myself yeah I I I just that's the kind of person I am
0: like oh, for if sure. I'm
1: li- if I'm not lying and somebody says I'm lying I get mad about it which they say some people that get mad are mad because they are lying but it's me. It's like I want. I do everything. I try to do everything the right way, and then somebody says something like that, and I know how the effect it can have on other people. And it's like, no, man, I'll really show you. <laughs> like I'm telling the truth, but it's just I can't look past it. That's why I try not to get on there. So it's like I want to instantly jump on some something about it. You know.
0: Totally. And and honestly, you're you are protecting a little bit of the you know, the. The, the Mike McDade brand, uh, that's obviously like it's. Um, I'm not sure. Like, obviously, sponsors aren't on there reading about you to see if you're a, a guy with good integrity, but it it it, uh, it sours the uh, the image of, of someone who uh, is um, hardworking, loves the sport, and I think there's a lot of positives about the way you conduct yourself through life and racing. And, uh, when someone puts that in question or someone, yeah. uh, who doesn't know the full story is going on there and saying what they say is a fact, uh, you yeah. get, it's easy to get your hair up for
1: sure. Definitely. The good thing with me and my sponsors now and the ones I've had for, you know, the last four or three or four years is I'm very close personally with them too. That's so great. it's, it's, the bigger sponsors I have and the the ones that you've seen are on my bike every every year for the last three years are ones that you know I talk to about my personal life and and we know about each other's lives and we're friends and you know they only help me because that well they believe in me and, and I'm representing them but I'm always you know i I don't just spend my time getting ready for races and just racing. I'm more of a fan person. Like, if somebody comes over to me and I'm supposed to be up on the line, I'm going to, like, ask my mechanic to hold the line for a minute. I'm talking to somebody. But it's like, it doesn't get, I, I feel like I don't get that uh, image as much. And, and I'm not, I'm big on telling how it is, like, how I think it is, whether it's right or wrong. I do it, I, like I said the other day to the to guy from Verb, you know, I say the things I say just to see if I'm right or wrong or to get a debate out of it to see what other people think. And, you know, sometimes that gets looked, looked at wrong because, you know, I might complain about the promoters of, of certain tracks or not complain about that, but man, there was this many people. I just do, I, I put the facts out there and then I put, you know, I just don't want to hold it back. And and all these kids that want to get homeschooled and, Quit racing and move down south at eight years old, you know, and and pretty much just no racing. You don't want to do that. If you're good and you're going to be good, you can't take a kid and build them. I mean, you can, but I believe that you got to have some natural, you know, something somebody can see before you should do that. I don't believe you should say, "Well, my kid's just born. I'm going to. We're moving down south. We're going to build a track." And take him out of school. He's never going to school, and we're going to spend all of our money and go in debt. And it's a family sport. I think that you know people should have fun, and it you know it got taken away from me that way, and it it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't yeah. you know what I wanted to do, and you know it didn't obviously it didn't pay for me to to live a, a safe life. You know I live week to week and rough. You know. So, I don't think I live bad. I I take care of a kid and, and a, my fiance, and you know we have a, another one coming. But you know I hustle on the ends. I'm never stopping. Like I get up at six, or seven a.m. and done and home tra- from training at eight. You know, and that's it. I'm lucky if I get a day of riding in. So it's it's not like I just ride and have this life. Like I buy and sell stuff like cars and. <laughs> Like anytime I have extra money and I get come across a deal that I can make money, I do it and and I work and I do. it. Sometimes I'll work with a guy for half a day and then go do another job for half a day. It's it's not easy. And so I don't like. I just hate when people are complaining they don't have a ride and they don't have this and you know. I pretty much made it. Made myself. Found a way to get myself to races for the last three years, two years, whether somebody helped me or not. So,
0: self-made just, man. Uh, what's that? Self-made man.
1: Yeah, Pulled I mean, I don't know. I do wanna...
0: And yeah, you have a lot of everyone. No one does it all on their own, but uh, yeah. at the end of the day, it does take a lot of uh, self perseverance and just putting your head down and making it happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I worked a forty-five-hour-a-week job and would have to do that all on Monday through Thursday, drive all night Thursday, race Friday morning, race Saturday morning, and then drive all night Saturday to be back to work Monday morning. You know, and it was just, you yeah, know, I don't want to, I'm not saying all poor me, but, uh, you know, that's hard when when guys are just training and riding during the week, and then, you know, oh, well, I didn't ride this week because I was, I was tired. Well, I didn't ride at all this whole season. Because I had to work, the tired part yeah. got kind of just pushed back, and it's just okay. uh, it's hard to focus when you're when you're tired and you know that you got to be at work Monday morning, and if you call off, you're gonna lose your job or you know whatever it is. But luckily, they were nice enough to let me have Friday off by making it up on the other days.
0: Right
1: so, on. So well, that being said,
0: sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? Oh, sorry. You're done? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I, th- I thought I cut you off there. Sorry. Um, right, let's. That that being said, let's uh, jump right into the X-Brand goggles. Uh, five questions. And if you don't already have a goggle sponsor, go talk to X-Brand. They're amazing. Uh, but if you do, they're still better than the goggles that you're running. Um, <laughs> best bike you've ever raced, period. Best bike. 100%. Best bike.
1: Uh, I would say... My practice bike and the two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve Millville National. I rode one of my pers one my personal practice bikes and it felt awesome. It was my best finish ever and it was a Honda two fifty f
0: Fair enough. So and it was just like the bike was on point, everything was just running properly, uh suspension seemed to be tuned into the uh the conditions and uh you you came away from some good finishes. Sixteenth overall.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh it was
0: matching your best finish ever
1: that was because I came from a pretty good spot and uh, I couldn't get what I needed to be the weeks before. And then I just decided, decided to race my practice bike and it was a little slower, but the way it handled made it easier to ride. So, um, I ended up coming through and, and getting like a 15th and a 19th or a 15th and something like that. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely one of my favorite. I mean, I have tons of bikes I like. I've rode tons of bikes, but just yeah. that one sticks out the way it, that they went and the bike felt. I've drove the whole way home smiling right after the race, so it wasn't even, you know, wasn't tired or anything.
0: Twenty fifteen for sixteenth overall. Uh, at, at the time, you it says you're at of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, yeah. Put in a great ride just ahead of Cotton Zorro, just behind uh, it, um, Dakota Tedder. Actually, you beat Tedder in the second moto, uh, even though he got uh, he, was, he went 17-16. Uh, so, um, some tight racing there.
1: Yeah, it was good. Uh, I know Jacob Hayes was behind me in one of the motos, and all the way until the end, uh, I've seen him the whole time. And uh, I loved to move forward more, but I was, like, so happy to be where I was that that was just what I wanted to build off of. And, uh, that's, I think I signed with the, with the 1110 right after that and got the motor. The their bike was unbelievably fast. I just, we put so much time into that that it was hard for me to put the time into the suspension. And we just kind of, I kind of went took a couple of steps back there, but, um, the bike was amazing and so fast. So, Love to put that motor in my practice bike that day,
0: no doubt. Um, for sure, yeah, you'd have uh, cracked the top ten for sure. Uh, favorite racer growing up?
1: Um, I guess when I was younger, it would have been Ricky Carmichael, uh, Jeremy McGrath. Towards the end of him, early Carmichael. Uh, I loved Pastrana on the yeah. 125 days, uh, Stewart on the 125 days. I have everybody I liked in different eras. Totally, uh, yeah. I like
0: Stewart. One hundred and twenty-five days, yeah. like lights out on top of everybody. Um, same thing for for like Travis Pastrana. As far as I'm concerned, Travis Pastrana never raced a two hundred and fifty. Yeah, <laughs> well, same for <with> record <laughs> books. But
1: uh, I hear you. I like uh, I like Trey Canard now. I like uh, I like him a lot. He's younger than me, but we've I've just always liked the way he. He carries himself, and everything's always easy for him. And I try to, like, make – when I'm having a bad day, and I just think about stuff he says and does, and yeah. uh, definitely like that. I like Cincerello, like the way he ro- rode Supercross last year, and just how he just – he's like rocks, and they both seem like real fun-type guys and, and uh, not all about racing either. I mean, they are, but they like to have fun too, so –
0: yeah, those two are a riot, actually. They're, they're a pretty decent follow on both Instagram and uh, Twitter. Uh, I wish okay. the best for Adam. I really hope that uh, he gets some shoulders figured out. I know I had 15 shoulder dislocations. Uh, I haven't Oof. since I got mine fixed, but uh, that's tough.
1: Wow. I didn't even hear the whole, you know, what happened. I knew he got hurt, but kind of haven't been on enough to see what happened. I know oh, yeah, was- he have a shoulder problem in Supercross, too
0: yeah that was uh the he literally it popped out on him apparently it's been something since he was a kid uh that it pops out and you can put it back in and he can still ride like he he you literally they had a slow motion of them like popping that thing back into its socket and from my experience once it's in it's in it's good it's fine kind of like you don't want to lift your arm above your head and put it in a funny spot but otherwise like it honestly like uh the pain is almost minimal. You feel, especially yeah. if you it like, hit for with his injury. It would be so loose that once it's in, it almost feels like it never happened. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he jumped back on the bike, and uh, I guess this last weekend in um, in the the Geneva Supercross. Yeah had himself a good crash and uh, he crashed pretty hard and I think it was the same shoulder uh, that popped out on him the last time and uh, they had said that they fixed it I guess one of the things that they do is they add some bone to the back side yeah. of the uh, the shol- shoulder capsule which uh, tends, tends to help just like close up that capsule and uh, looks like he blew it out again
1: man that uh, hopefully that doesn't that's not a, an ongoing thing because he's He's too fresh for
0: that. Okay. Too fresh to, like,
1: to, to our
0: eyes. For sure, like it's like we didn't really almost like we if if he if all he ever does is win those five super crosses and we never see him again, we only saw the glimpse of what could have been, sort of thing. Oh, I, I know. feel like we'd be cheating on, we'd be like it would, we'd be super, we'd be cheated out of something great by uh, by not being able to see that because
1: the kid's got a great future ahead of him. Definitely, like Poto, Next, Poto, Next. Yeah, Carmichael type.
0: Next RC for sure. He's he's the next guy. Um, yeah. Out of all the tunes that you uh, you, you got on your iTunes, and of course we all listen to tons of music while we're training and stuff like that. Uh, what's one song that, if you were on a road trip with the boys and your iPod is on shuffle, what's one song that you would be embarrassed to pop on?
1: Man, yeah, uh, I don't know. I listen to the the song by God. My my son loves it, but that someone I used to know always comes on and it's like that. I mean it's a good song, but I don't really I always listen to CDs. I don't I'm not into the whole iPod thing so and okay. iTunes and all that. So like I I listen to Offspring and, like that type of stuff on my CD player, but that song definitely I mean that's got to be the the one of the only ones there.
0: Fair enough. I uh, figured maybe some Mbop. Some hands nah,
1: maybe if I had it iTunes or an iPod, that would that would probably be one of them. You know, maybe an old uh, Backstreet yeah, Boy or something.
0: Throw it back every once in a while. Uh, what's your signature dish? I can't imagine you're completely useless in in the ki- in the kitchen. Um, so, uh, what do you like to make uh, when it's your turn to uh, make dinner?
1: Oh, definitely chicken Alfredo oh. or some something Alfredo, something with uh, white Cream sauce. sauce. For sure, yeah. Definitely. I I could eat that five times a week. I know I shouldn't, but
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh anytime we go out to eat and they have that, that's what I get. Fair it's, enough. Uh, definitely my thing.
0: And uh what is your favorite non uh non moto Twitter follow?
1: Um kind of or Instagram you. follow. I like Ed Bassmaster. Oh yeah? You know who that is?
0: I do not.
1: That's it. Oh, to... no, you got to watch some of his videos. He's uh he's a guy that does that. Would you look at that, you know, and he's pointing to the car. Yeah. And uh but he does if you watch a lot of his videos, he he just does things that I like I do every day, you know, with my friends and my family and uh he's just a funny guy. He, he just does YouTube stuff and uh but I I like his stuff and the guy from Thermotech, the son from Thermotech, got me stuck on him. So I've been uh, I follow him and and watch a lot of his stuff and that's about it for uh, I don't really get on the internet enough to to have a, one of those. You know, when I get on Instagram, I read what I got and try to respond and and then I post something. I don't ever get carried away with or sidetrack. You know what I mean? barely ever get to look at any riders profiles or anything like that
0: fair enough well uh that about does it uh, i'll give you one opportunity to run down your entire sponsor list for you i'm sure you have it all on the top of your head so uh read off those sponsors for me and uh like i said i really appreciate you taking an hour out of your evening to uh talk with the big mx show and uh yeah all the best to you in the future my friend
1: well i appreciate it and uh Due to, to having a new sponsor, and, and we haven't put out the release, and I'm not sure of all of them, I'll name off the ones I know. Perfect. And uh, that's uh, Thermotech, uh, Yamaha, Millennium Cycle, uh, Funmark Center, that's Junior Jackson's place, uh, Bill's Pipes, Bristol Core, um, Works Connection, Micah Metals, man, Fly Gear, um, That's about it for, for what I know of right now. And, uh, you know, I have a a Gary's hot, hot Robin barbecue. He helps me out a lot. And uh, I got a lot of personal friends and and sponsors that, um, I don't know if we'll go on the team, but they're still going to help me. And, and, uh, and I'll definitely be a part of their, their program. But, uh, yeah, as soon as I know, I'll, (laughs) I'll be posting them all.
0: Perfect. You send me that list. We'll get it up on the website. Uh, along with this podcast, which should be at released tomorrow to both iTunes and. The Big MX Show or dot uh, Mike McDade, the number two hundred. He'll be running the number nine uh, in Arena Cross this year. We wish you the best of luck. Minimum four wins, and uh, and when when you get that fourth win, we're gonna have you back on this on the show to talk about it. Heck, if you don't get that fourth win, we're still gonna have you back on the show. We want to talk to the two hundred once again. Uh, you have yourself a great evening, my friend, and all the best.
1: Hey, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.